Welcome to episode two of Bumping the Night Society, exploring your society. I'm your host, Sean Bowman, my co-host, Tom Barker. Say what's up, Tom. What's up, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> We're here with Jay Blackburn and Drake Bowen, uh, both from Hillview Manor, tour guides, fellow, uh, fellow paranormal investigators. Um, how about you guys tell us how you guys met? Uh, Jay, you want to do it or you want me to? Oh, you did! Oh my God. <laughs> uh, well, uh, long story made short, we uh, used. Well, he still works there. I don't. Um, we work at work together for a traffic control company, um, who will remain nameless. And yeah. uh, just out of the blue, uh, he starts calling me one night. I'm going, "What the hell's this guy want?" And uh, we started talking. He says, I, why did it, uh, I had a nickname that was given to me by coworkers at the time. They called me Ghostbuster because they found out that I am into the paranormal. And he asked me why. And I explained it. And he goes, oh, cool. I, get, I love ghost hunting, too, this, that, and the other. And it's we're going on, what, four years now? We've been best of friends? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've been up here. Yeah, I've been up here about five years. So, yeah. Yeah, about that. Right about that. Yeah. And uh, he started forming a team and and uh, we got to talking about things and we've been the best of friends ever since. That's cool. Yeah, I remember uh, back when me and Jen, um, you know, we when we got engaged, we had our uh, bachelor party there. Like I met both of you guys and that was the first time that was 2000. And, what was that 19? So, I mean, it's been yeah. a few years. <clears throat> been a couple years yeah over there at hillview yeah so how uh how'd you guys get involved with the paranormal then i'll let him go first and then i'll i'll jump in on it well i mean for me it was uh just one of those things i grew up with you know being from eastern kentucky you know you got uh you have your mccoys and just different little urban legends and stuff and uh my mother, my father, and all, all of them talked about seeing like little different looking lights. And my mother actually told me that she saw one of her uh, grandmothers come down and actually stood there and actually had a whole conversation with her when she was like maybe 14 years old, something like that. And uh, I was probably uh, not. 19 yeah 18 19 okay and my mom's dad passed away and uh the uh the night we buried him we uh i actually went back home started laying down started dozing off and all of a sudden i felt uh covers like a big heavy blanket that i was left at the end of the bed mm-hmm. come over top of me and start tucking me in now mind you this was in like right, right at the beginning of August. So in Kentucky, 
beginning of August, that's probably like the hottest month you got. Yeah. <laughs> and when that started, you know, when you get tucked in, you could feel it, you know, up underneath you. I rose up and I saw a slim, a little slim figure, his height, his size, turn around and walk down the steps. I jumped up and I was like, what the hell was that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> so they, they got me more asking questions, you know, about what is actually there. What's our, after all this? Now, how old do you when all that happened? Uh, when, when I, after my grandfather passed away, I was right. He was 99. I was going on 19. Yeah. I didn't have my first paranormal experience. So I was in my thirties, but. That's cool. Yeah, it, it was it was something. What about you, Drake? Well, I've always been interested in the paranormal uh, from a young age on. Uh, you know, I, I was that weird kid in high, in grade school. You know, people were reading, you know, Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys and this, that, and the other. I was the one checking all the books on Bigfoot and UFOs and ghosts and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, come about, now I got to think. Let's see, he'll be 28 this year. So probably about 19 years ago, uh, my oldest boy and my ex-wife and I lived in a, uh, a residence up in Venango County uh, here in Pennsylvania. And uh, we were living with some friends of ours. And I mean, we were sharing a giant, giant Victorian mansion. Mm-hmm. And uh, always had weird things happening there, like, Every Friday night at one o'clock in the morning, you would smell cinnamon bread being baked when there was no reason for it. Stove was colder and colder in an ice cube. But uh, one night I, I I was up late and went to bed with the wife and uh, we turned around and probably about an hour after we laid down, the oldest comes running up the stairs yelling, daddy, daddy, she hit me, she hit me. Um, and at the time the, my buddy's wife was kind of venomous towards my, me and my wife and, and my ex-wife, <laughs> thankfully ex-wife. <laughs> um, uh, and, um, uh, I thought she had hauled off and slapped my kid. And I said, where, you know, turn on the light and there's a woman's handprint on the side of my kid's head. Hmm. And, uh, and I said, uh, you know, I, well, not said, I, I more or less threw off the covers and went and grabbed my clothes and was getting ready to go down. And I didn't care because, you know, what was going to happen because nobody's going to hit my kid. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to kick Jackie's butt from here to tomorrow. And Will, William looks at me, he says, Daddy, it wasn't Aunt Jackie. And I said, all right, who was it? And Jackie's the only other woman in the house. He says, the lady in purple, Dad. And I'm going, what? Go back to bed. Um, the next night I got up, I was playing around on the computer and, uh, I got to the point where I just couldn't see straight, got up, went upstairs, you know, cause she and I, my ex-wife and I slept in the attic. And, um, as I looked down the hallway, I saw a woman in a purple Victorian era dress that was just standing down at the end of the hallway, looking at me like, what are you doing in my home? And, uh, I went to, you know, raised the alarm and she turned and walked through a wall and vanished on me. And I turned and said to my son, I said, you know, the next day I said, uh, why did she hit you? He's told me that a 
uh, a cradle had manifested in the middle of the room that he and his 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 brother and uh, their kids were sleeping in, and um, the baby in, there was a baby in the cradle that started crying, and he went over to cuddle uh, not to cuddle sorry <laughs> my brain's addled right now uh, he went to go and comfort the child and the lady just manifested on the other side and hauled off and slapped him. So wow. that, that kind of peer, that kind of piqued my curiosity. That, <laughs> that's, that's before everybody knew about taking pictures and, and using voice recorders and everything else. Was there any huh. history on the house at all? Or do you know of um, a rudimentary history? Uh, we found out that there was another house that occupied the same lot. It sat a little bit further back, but in the Victorian era, it had caught fire and burnt down, killing a woman and a baby. Mm. Um, so you know, it's that area, uh, Franklin, PA is very, very active for as far as the paranormal goes. Okay. Uh, between there and Oil City, it's it's just like a hotbed. There's so many different hauntings up there. It's not even funny. Mm. <laughs> so what's up, Tom? Nothing good. If you have a question, I was going to actually move on to the next next question. No, go ahead, move okay. to so, I mean, like I said, I know you guys from Hillview. How'd you guys get involved with Hillview? Um, well, I've known Carrie Trico for several years. Uh, I actually work for her electrician from time to time. Uh, guy's name is Nick Markowitz. And uh, Carrie had uh, had some problems. She called me and asked me for some help. And uh, I, she, I came, lack of a better term, I came to the rescue and helped her get, uh, get staffed back up. And, uh, we just, she asked us if we'd stay around and help. And, uh, we'd been there. Well, I'm, I'm no longer there. Uh, I had to back away cause it was taking up too much of my personal time. Yeah. I, I, I was working there two, two, three times a month. And just, I, I literally was burning the candle at both ends on it, mm. but enjoyed it. <laughs> Uh, and then Jay, Jay was pretty much my, my cohort in crime for the whole set the whole time that I was there. Um, and Lord knows we, we love to do even, even when we're not at Hillview, like if we're out on one of the Oakmont paranormal, uh, investigations, we love to, to do things to prank each other while we're out running around. Uh, Jay's favorite song. He won't tell anybody, but is uh, the Linus and Lucy theme from Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> and and there's a reason for that nice. <laughs> you're welcome jay <laughs> so what's your reason there jay well uh, so you know the story uh of uh he'll be going you know right in one north they like like all those different type of style musics like elvis and all them yeah well there's no uh, yeah. he wanted to try something new so he pulled up the line of Lucy thing. Well, as soon as he just started up, you can literally feel like everyone that's down that hallway just come out of that hallway and they're like surrounding both of us. I'm like, oh God. Yeah. I, I, was, I was blasting it through a, through an auxiliary speaker. Yeah. <laughs> we're walking, we're opening up the building for the night. And uh, I, I just got this brilliant, nice, smart ass idea to see what would happen. And I started cranking it, and he get him being an empath, and I have empathic tendencies as well. But 
he's better off at it than I, he's better at it than I am. These entities just swarm them like, like a group meeting. And he just absolutely like, he had chills running down his spine all up and down one North. He's going, I'm going to kick your, I'm going to kick your backside for that one, man. You're going to pay. <laughs> wow. No, and he, he has gotten back with me, back at me for it. Yes, I have. <laughs> Well, that's like, I know when, when we were there, me and Jen were playing uh, Amazing Grace and Ave Maria in the chapel, mm-hmm. and she's an empath also. She started crying, mm-hmm. and I could hear, I heard someone cough next to me that wasn't there. <laughs> well, so. we, that Hillview Manor, and I, I'm pretty sure all three of you can agree, it's it's got to be the most haunted place in Western Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, with, with the uh, Oakmont Paranormal Society we have a fundraiser we run every year for the Carnegie library of Homestead. Um, wherein we actually set a record. We had seven and a half different full bodied apparitions show up in 24 hours, but you know, we can only, we can only investigate that place two nights a year. Mm. Um, whereas up at Hillview, I mean, if, if that's what we're catching in two and a half nights, God knows what we're catching, you know, what's happening there every day, you know, Mm-hmm. I mean, people, well, that's a whole nother ball game. Um, but at Hillview, it, it's, it's nonstop. You know, I mean, the entities have their ups and downs, but the things you see and in, in witness there are just incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. I will always have a, have a, a dear spot, a, a tender spot in my heart for Hillview Manor. Well, that's, that's another story. I remember too is well i don't know if you remember or not but i think the last time we had you as a tour guide mm-hmm. um we were down in george's room and you were talking about your son and you said he had a connection with your son <laughs> yeah and um the k2 meter was going opposite like it was, instead of it going green to red it was going red to green and i've never seen that happen it's the only time it's ever happened at a location yeah yeah that's that that's um that's one of the one of the reasons that he'll do so special to me mm-hmm. um is because of George uh, forming that relationship with my son, Joshua. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who, who don't know me or that might be watching, Joshua is 19 years old. He's autistic and epileptic. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the, the functional IQ of a 10, maybe 11 year old kid, if not less. And uh, we had taken him there. Uh, long story made short. He, he's a diehard um, <clears throat> ghost adventures fanatic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tom, you know, you know, all good and well, what am I talking about? Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, and, and the sad thing is, is I didn't tell him where we were going that day. We went up for a cleanup day. And um, the first thing out of his mouth is we're pulling into the property. Dad, I know that place. Zach Bagans was there and I'm going, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> but um, the long story made short, we went down, did an EVP session slash ghost box session in uh, George's room. And uh, he, uh, we weren't getting a lot. Uh, I mean, we might get a sporadic hit on the EDI or the K2. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I said, all right, Jay, let's wrap this up. I got to, cause I still had to, take the boys from Newcastle up to Venango County to drop them off at their mothers. And, um, I shut off my voice recorder and I said, you know, George, this is my son, Josh. Now, back in your day, you'd call him mentally retarded today. We call them autistic. Um, 
but he's a diehard Steelers fan like you are. And I just wanted to introduce him to you. Joshua looked up and went, thank you, Mr. George. I love you. And Jay will, Jay was one of the witnesses. It wasn't even split second later. You heard George come right over the ghost box in a full sentence and say, I love you too. That's awesome. Um, and every so often until I stopped working at Hillview, um, George would come would go out of his way to come upstairs to the office. Um, uh, Jay, why don't you talk about that? That one night that we had, uh, George come up and ask for me, for me through the phasma. Oh yeah. That was just me and you that night. Yeah. Just the two of us that night. So we decided just to play around, you know, we, you know, you got those, uh, those guys coming in and investigating. So we decided to stay in the office and just play around with the uh, phasma box. And all of a sudden, you know, you hear this guy come through asking for Drake and then he started asking about Jaws. I'm like, what? You know? Yeah, I was off. I was off at Taco Bell getting dinner and uh, oh, Taco Bell. I called him. No, no, no. It wasn't Taco Bell. It was Arby's. Was it Arby's that night? Yeah, it was Arby's that night. Um, but he calls me because you need to get back up here. I said, why? Because someone's coming through fast. I'm asking about you. And uh, I'm like, all right, just tell them I'll be there in a minute. We come back. And I come back about five minutes later, got in the office, gave Jay his food. And I, this is uh, somebody was uh, asking for me. Who, who wants me? And George's voice came right through the phasma and said, Drake, how is Josh? And uh, I, I'm just looking at Jay, like absolutely flabbergasted. Uh, yeah, he's, he's doing fine, George. Uh, you know, Josh was slated to have some surgery because uh, we had a, uh, a stimulator implanted in the shoulder and it malfunctioned and burned out. And so we had to get it taken out. And I said, uh, you know, he's going to have surgery here in a couple of days. And you hear, tell him I said hi. And he broke contact. And I've, I've, honestly, guys, I've never, ever heard of an entity that would continually ask about somebody. How, I mean, granted, there's uh, Jimmy. Uh, uh, what's Jimmy's last name? Uh, the streaker from Hill UJ. Jimmy Mark. Uh, Mark. Oh, James Mark. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. That's right. James Marker. Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy snaps. Yeah, the, the guy likes taking pictures or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, the guy who loves taking pictures. He hates me with a passion. Really? You know, really? and. We've actually we actually did live sessions uh, on Facebook, and you heard you've heard Jimmy come over the radio and go f Drake and and kiss my butt Drake and you know every vulgarity you can think of, but um, this is totally different uh, in some aspect. It's that we have an entity who is consciously aware of of somebody's medical situation and it keeps asking about them. You know, it's, it's kind of wild. Yeah, it's so that's wild. not a residual haunting. It's more of an intelligent one that you're dealing with on a constant. On a regular basis, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Well, you know, it, and if you really had to classify Hillview, it's a definite intelligent haunting. Um, there are some residual there, mm. but the number of intelligent entities in that building is just outstanding. I mean, it, it's mind-boggling. Well, that's like, um, I don't know if you remember this too, the one time we were there, we had two of our friends actually leave because they thought they saw something. So I actually wanted to talk about this, about the creeper. 
Gabe's <laughs> <Dave>. best friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I got him mad a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I'll let Jay answer that one. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I have my fair share of creeper stories because the creeper is something else. The creeper is something else. Yeah, he. It's. I'm just thinking, just this regular. If he was a guy, he just likes just being a pain on the butt. I was going to say tool, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he. It seems like you can go up there. You can talk to like Mary Virginia and Eli and all them, and you. Know, you won't even feel this this thing, you know, this dude. Mm-hmm. But if you go up there and actually sit there with Jeffrey, and you, you you know how Jeffrey is, you get stuff to light up. He, you know, he'll come through like a spirit box, talk to you, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just it's like soon as soon as he starts communicating with you, this this dude comes in that room and he just terrifies Jeffrey. And yeah. uh, yeah. we was in the uh, time clock hallway couple weeks ago doing a live session and uh we just i know (laughs) (laughs) so we was over there we were just trying to see what's in that hallway because that hallway is already there's always some funny feeling in that hall definitely yeah so we were sitting over there we was you know using uh the rim pod little uh that uh, paranormal uh, music box. Mm-hmm. We was using that. that. Just all kinds of different things in that hallway, just all lined up. And well, Jeffrey, people who don't know, like what floor is that on, and what hallway you talking about exactly? Yeah, Tom, uh, that's actually on the ground floor. It, once you uh, go past the uh, little, uh, well, it used to be the gift shop, mm-hmm. yeah. time, but it's actually the uh, museum now. And just okay. as soon as you go around there you see the corridor is right there on the right hand side and that goes through that time you see a time clock on the hallway and if you go a little bit farther you it heads you down one north and, uh, yeah and uh where the secondary elevators are yeah i wouldn't if i was trying to use them but anyway <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we was over there and Jeffrey came, started coming through. He started playing with like the uh, little uh, mag light we was using too. I'm like, ah, Jeffrey, and uh, one of them came hollered at me. I, I walked over and she she was like, you know, this thing's on this wall. It's like, what would it be on the wall? And you can literally feel him move around that wall. It's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he he's something else. Um, you know, I'll, I'll let Jay finish telling his story, but. I've got a funny one about him. We, uh, now once, you know, I started, you know, Jeffrey just left the whole hallway. You can tell the, the whole difference in it. And, uh, I always pick on the guy anyway. So I, I kept on asking, come on, you gotta have a name. You know, and you hear this, somebody come through that spill box, all that creep was like, no, it's not your name. <laughs> Kevin. You didn't tell me that one. <laughs> and you hear this, this guy comes through. No. I was like, I, fine, I'm going to call you Pete. You know? Oh, that was it. It was just on after that. You know, <laughs> you hear him all out, you need to leave. I, like, I ain't going no place. <laughs> <laughs> then at the end, right, right at the end of the uh, live feed, and if, uh, if you, you know, you get on there, watch it, like, probably like 
within the last two minutes, you see this red orb come from where I was standing at and go toward Donnie, one of the other guys who was actually holding the phone when he went by him and he even saw it. Mm. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, holy crap. It, it's, for lack of a better term, we got a lot of attention. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to use the W word, but I'll say uh, attention seekers in the entities at Hillview. Mm -hmm. um you know and in my my favorite story about the creeper is i'm doing the tour one night for a group from canada and um we got up onto the second floor in the middle of the building near the snyder's apartment and um i'm, I'm telling them about the snyder's i'm telling about the the hair salon and how it was the women's women's chow hall and the showed them where the men's chow hall is and i said now we have an entity here that we like to call the creeper and I'm, I'm talking about it and saying how he, like, he can change form and this and the other. And I just happened to look down towards the new, the new era um, cafeteria, the, uh, the part that was built in the 70s. Mm -hmm. And I see this mass on the, on the wall by where the bathrooms are, drop to the floor, then to the ceiling, then to the floor, then to the, to the wall with the windows, back to the bathroom wall, back over, just bouncing like a rubber ball all over the place. And I said, okay, folks. If you want to know what he looks like, there he is. <laughs> Everybody turn around. I had 30 people look down that hallway, look and just see this thing bouncing everywhere. And I said, all right, dude, that's enough. We know you're here. Knock it off. It falls flat onto the floor, stands up in the form of a human and just walks into, into the cafeteria. <laughs> and it, it, I'm, I'm sitting there. Everybody, we all had to pick our jaws up off the floor. Uh, and, and we're like, okay, moving along, we're going to go this way. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, there's also the, the, the screamer and, and yeah, Jay, I'm going to do this. Uh, you can, you can smack me later. Um, uh, there's an entity. Uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, what, what did Annette tell us her name was Jay? Uh, Helen or something like that. Harriet. 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 I think it was Harriet. Uh, yeah, it's Harriet we call her we call her the screamer um because at random points no matter what this person would just up and scream and you can hear this at like i said any given time well we got around to mary ayala's room uh which is on the second floor just down from um just up from jim uh jeffrey's room and i'm telling the story about this you know about mary and her eyes to a group of about 10 people and Jay's in another room. Cause he heard some kind of noise. And, um, I'm talking about, I, I had told the story about the about Harriet screaming. And as I'm telling the story about Mary, you know, hiding her eyes on the pillow under the blanket, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And scaring, scaring the snot out of the nurses. You heard the screamer come from down around by, uh, by the Snyder's apartment. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm busy right now, people. I don't know who you are. <sighs> <sighs> I love getting calls. <laughs> We're good. Okay, so um, uh, yeah, uh, one of my favorite stories here at Hillview, and yeah, I'm going to do this to you, Jay. Uh, you can get me later. Um, there's an entity up on the second floor there had healed you um, that we called the screamer and uh, we believe uh, Annette Bove Holmes had uh, she's a psychic from a, a team in Venango County 
um, had, that had come down. She, we believe she picked out the name of this, this entity. Her name was Harriet, and she was very troubled and would just scream at random points. Well, apparently she still does it. Um, we had a rather small group come in one night, and uh, I'm doing the tour. Jay's being the, uh, the one I, the, the, doing the role of I like to call the herder. Yeah, because he, he, he would walk behind everybody and just kind of herd them along, herd them along. And um, we get to Mary Aiello's room, and I start telling the story about, uh, about Mary and how she would like to take her, her glass eyes out, put them on the pillowcase, cover it up with a blanket, and wait for new people to come, you know, new staff to come in and find them. Uh, and right as I said, you know, of course, what's going to happen, you find a pair of eyes sitting there, you're going to run and scream. Wasn't even a split second later um, that Harriet decided to rip off with a scream. But the interesting <laughs> thing is that Jay was in another room up towards the nurses' station on that part of uh, the second floor, and uh, we're all going, "Oh my God, WTF!" and everything else, and even me, because Harriet has a bad habit; she has no set schedule. She just fires off at random, and Jay's looking at us. He comes walking back out. He goes. What's the matter with y'all? I'm like, dude, you didn't hear that? And he goes, the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, it was this, you did not hear the streamer. Hmm. No. I don't know what you're talking about. I was in the other room and we're all looking at him like, what the hell? But Jay bought it. Jay actually just brought up a, a valid point. Um, why don't you explain it, Jay? Well, the way I see it is, like I said, you know, some people can actually see it and they can hear it. Mm -hmm. And I believe when it comes to Harriet that night, she wanted you guys to hear her instead of me. So that's probably why I didn't hear nothing. And I'm going to have to agree. Um, yeah, it, it's long been a theory of mine that entities will choose, pick and choose who they make themselves known to. Um and that that's just further proof of it. I mean, I've had people go down that have been uh, been to Hillview ever since I haven't been there, and they keep mentioning my 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 son Joshua's encounter with with George, and George won't answer them. You know, but there's also people that won't get anything out of Hillview Manor. Uh, we have a you know you have the, you have skeptics who go in from time to time, They're like oh there's no such thing as ghosts. Or it's not real. Uh, <laughs> you know who I'm thinking about, don't you, Jay? Believe <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> the darling ex, <laughs> my ex-girlfriend. Ah, oh, oh. we. Uh, that was that was funny. That was funny. Uh, ex-girlfriend of mine. Uh, we were up up at Hillview. Uh, I, I, that was. That was just a cleanup day, wasn't it, Jay? That she joined us up there. No, I, I think it was the uh, end of the year. Little oh, that was the end of the uh, year party. Yeah. Okay, that's right. And uh, we set a phasma box up on the third floor, trying to get Jimmy to, to cuss at me. And um, she's like, yeah, nothing ever happens to me. This is the, uh, um, you know, this, that, the other. And I, I said, all right, guys, my girlfriend doesn't believe that you guys are here. Can somebody tell me what her name was? You heard loud and clear over the phasma box. Anna, 
and it was a woman's voice that said it. Um, yeah. And Anna's going, I'm done. I'm out. Hi, I'll see you guys downstairs. <laughs> That's crazy. So she was a believer after that? Well, she's always been skeptic, but she's always been a believer. Yeah. Um, you know, we had some stuff happen like uh, <laughs> out at Gettysburg at the Battlefield Bed and Breakfast. Uh, she and I slept in the barn uh, when we were there about three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, we were sleeping in the tack room of the barn that they completely revamped into an apartment. And uh, we hear walk, we hear footsteps going up back and forth. Now, it was in the middle of March and the low temperature was negative 17 without wind chill that night. And we're in bed, and she's absolutely freaking out, going, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's the horses at the horses. And uh, I had two cameras running that night, ran them all night. I picked up the monitor, I looked at it, and I went, uh, honey, um, there's nobody upstairs. And I walked over, looked out the back door that feeds right out into the corral, mm-hmm. and all three horses were standing there looking at me like, hi, who are you? and i'm like and the horses are at back and she's screaming at the top of her lungs shut up shut up leave me alone let me debunk it or i'm never going to get any sleep (laughs) so it's 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 weird i mean i i honestly believe that entities will show themselves uh to different people um we actually have a case that just got brought to our team's attention uh, we're going to be doing it in April or May. Um, it'll actually be going onto a on a, onto a television television show. Oh, nice. Um, but this entity, uh, the the weird thing is, is that the entity that's involved, uh, her name is Amelia, and she's an escaped slave from the, uh, the Civil War. But she actually requested our team to come up. Hmm. She she told the, the homeowners that they she wanted to talk to their friend Drake and his friends that's cool so that's i'm like cool. okay <laughs> that, that that creeped me out <laughs> so um i'm not a big fan of these tv shows and all these guys but i'm sure who would you say was your favorite or who's somebody that made an impression on you guys tag jay you're it Oh, wow. <laughs> you know good and well where I'm going to go. <laughs> you know, I, need to get, I need to get a piece of paper so I can go. And, and you know who sucks. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, I would. See, I. Wow. <laughs> All right, we can move on if you want to. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I would have to be. Me, I don't care. <laughs> I would actually have it's to be. you, the... Tom. <laughs> but the way I investigate, I would have to really lean on the original ghost hunters because mm-hmm. of the way they done it, they really didn't use a whole lot of apps, which I've came to that point, and you can ask Drake, I don't use a whole lot of apps no more. Yep. I mean, there was one we use on the cell phone, but I got to the point, I don't even want to see it. Yeah. yeah and and for, as far as that app goes, it's probably one of the best ones I've ever seen. Uh, what, which one is that? Uh, ghost. Uh, hang on one second here. Oh, ghost it. hunting tools, right? I think you told me ghost about ghost hunting it. tools. Yeah, I have it on my phone. Yeah, I just got the yeah, ghost hunting tools. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just blue background, blue background with the black handprint. It's it that we've had a lot of success with it. Um, 
you know, and, and Jay's right. Uh, you know, why cell phone apps are just that. And that's something whenever I teach people how to ghost hunt, I tell them on a regular basis, you know, this is, it, you look at the description of the app, it says for entertainment purposes only. And, right. mm. you know, whereas with this ghost hunting, uh, ghost hunting, ghost hunting tools, I used it at my, at my late father's residence when I, I felt something in the background and uh, mm. I, I put two and two together and realized it was my dad trying to get my attention. Um, he'd only been dead for like a year. Mm. And uh, I said, dad, what do you want? Hold on. I, I fired it up. I said, what, what's wrong, dad? Why are you still here? And it fired off with three different words. It said, how about William? Now, William is my oldest boy. And uh, this happened about two years ago because um, my, my son moved down to North Carolina to live with my older brother uh, and go to nursing school. And, uh, and he actually graduated. But I said, Dad, uh, he's down at Doug's house and uh, he's, he's enrolled in college and he's going to go out and become a nurse. And true to form, he did. He's now an LPN. Uh, but the next word that cropped up was excellent. And my dad broke off all, all ties after that. Um, you, you know, and in, in retrospect, it, it just, I had to stand there for a couple of minutes and cry um, yeah. because, you know, I, I wasn't expecting that kind of a, a reaction, even out of my dad. <laughs> my dad was a very, very big Bible thumper. Um, it's, I have like a similar type of story too. I know a lot of people don't like the ghost apps but i've had some things happen that were kind of crazy and uh and that's and that's why i that's the only one i'll recommend to anybody mm. you know i'll even you know, in, uh, you both know that you know, during the tours at hillview i would tell you if you don't have tools you have this android or a, or, or uh an apple phone just download this and use it yeah you know right but uh in in answering uh tom's uh, tom's uh query um the one team that I, I've only seen one episode, but it made such an impression on, on me was Deep South Paranormal, and and they, you know, they have a backwater bayou medicine man, for the lack of a better term, on the team. They did something, and uh, it, they were trying to contact a lady who died at a dam or a water uh, with a windmill or something like that, and the 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 medicine man's out on the water calling this lady by name doing doing his his doing the voodoo that he do and uh, it worked they show uh in night vision footage of uh, the shadow of a woman walking along the top of the dam uh, who influenced a lot of my techniques uh it's got to be ghost hunters and my hero uh ghost adventures <clears throat> <laughs> uh, that's tom's favorite too no yeah tom and i tom and i have had a problem with any to go shows but it's just not my technique and they just seem to always have something going on which isn't very realistic and no you no, know there's, and, I, and i agree with you wholeheartedly tom no, i mean how many times you know uh i remember watching an episode of ghost hunters they were down at the okay corral and they had Grant sleeping in a bed. And the story was that there was a prostitute there who liked to take the blankets off of men sleeping in that bed. And lo and behold, they're showing him on camera. And you watch as this blanket just miraculously pulls back 
but you can also see the fishing line that they used it for. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, I, if I could ever just walk up and get away with slapping somebody, it would be him and the bald guy. Um, there was an episode they did at New Orleans at the U.S. Mint. They had a, an audible howl from inside the building oh, no. as the door opened and closed, and they did not submit it to the client as, as evidence. And I mean, they debunked it and they couldn't prove it. And I'm sitting there going, that's the best piece of evidence you got for the whole the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you show it off? Oh, it was music from outside. No, right. it was not. No, it was not. I think we lost Jay again. I don't know where he went. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jay, come back. I miss you. <laughs> Hang on. Let me let me uh <laughs> shoot him a message here. Oh man. I have a couple questions for you, Drake, anyway. Um oh his internet died. Okay. All right, let me uh okay it, it might be a couple of minutes before he, he's able to come back up okay um i saw that you have a uh, background of photography um mm-hmm. how did you get involved doing that um just incidentally just straight out of curiosity okay. um you know, uh, my grandfather and my father were both amateur photographers, and uh, it, it, I've always wanted to take pictures ever since I was a kid. Uh, I've had several good cameras over the years, and, you know, there's times I am amaze myself. Um, if anybody uh, that's watching this is on Facebook, mm-hmm. they look up Dragon Ken, Dragon Ken Photography. Uh, that's my, uh, my amateur phot- photography page on Facebook. Okay. Uh, there's pictures I I just I never edited uh, a couple of some of the pictures I did, uh, some of the pictures I didn't touch. Um, excuse me. Two of my favorite pictures. There's one of a cannon, a uh, World War One cannon in Verona, Pennsylvania. Um, it just happened. These these pictures were all taken on the same day. Um, the uh, I, I, my ex girlfriend Barbara had told me to, you know, cause I wasn't working that day. She goes, just take the camera, go out and start taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to catch the snowfall across the Valley, uh, to the other side where, uh, uh, the old route 28 ran by. And it looks like a model, like a miniature model, like for a train, uh, a train layout. Okay. Um, and I have no idea how I did it. I just looked over, took the picture and thought, that would be a great shot, you know? Mm-hmm. And same thing for the cannon. Uh, it, it's just the pastime, you know. I, I tried to get it and kicking it off the ground, and it just never worked. Have but, you ever done uh, any like weddings or anything like that? Or no, no, no. I've never had the uh, never had the invite, but you okay. know, I would definitely be open to it. Yeah. Uh, the actual true yeah. photographer, the true photographer on our team is actually Ruthie Wolf. Okay. Uh, Jay's trying to restart his router. Uh, Ruthie is far better at photography than I am. Um, she's, she's incredible with her work. Um, it, it, and she's, 
if it comes down to I can't debunk a picture, a paranormal picture, I'll ship it over to Ruthie from time to time and say, hey, give me your insight and she'll fill me in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, but it's it's just something to keep me out of trouble. Or right. <laughs> or get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like photography too, but you got to have a certain eye for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I actually did two weddings, people I knew, because uh-huh. I was kind of into it. But both grooms died within a year. So I'm like, <laughs> no more for me. I'm done. You know, if I could go back, if, if I could find who caught the pictures my grandfather t- took when I was a kid, I would love to have those. I mean, he was, I, I like to think that, you know, I, I inherited my talent for, for photography from him. Um, don't get me wrong. My dad's got, my dad took several great pictures when he was younger and uh, when he was alive. Um, but my granddad just really had an eye for it. Really did. Yeah. I kind of, I had a pretty decent 35 millimeter camera and mm-hmm. I took it to, and they're they actually published in a book of international photography or something like that, but. Not bad. But Not it was bad. pretty cool. But anyway, <laughs> it's all good, man. Not me. Well, yeah, we all still love you, man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> platonically, man, platonically. <laughs> I don't know. You touched on the, the Oakmont Paranormal Society a little bit, and I know you uh, you do stuff for the Carnegie Library too. Um, That's right. Do you want to talk about a little bit about that? I guess since Jay isn't here. <laughs> Uh, well, hopefully we can get him back in there. He's trying to reboot his router right now. That's just weird. Uh, it, it, what's funny is that Jay has at least one or two entities that haunt his home. Okay. Um, and we know that little Jeffrey has followed him home a couple times. Um, and of course, as soon as he, we put two and two together, Jay's like, uh, you need to go home. <laughs> go home, Jeffrey. <laughs> but um, we formed, actually, uh, this is going to be, this July 11th is our 11th anniversary of the of forming the Oakmont Paranormal Society. Okay. Um, and to celebrate it, we're going to be going to the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum um, for our, our first hunt there. But we're actually bringing back um, Carol Dameron. Um, Carol's an, ex, an ex-girlfriend, go figure. <laughs> um, hopefully soon maybe possibly even maybe you know she and i've been talking so it might she may be my girlfriend i'm kind of crossing fingers because i love her to death mm. um but she and i were sitting there watching the uh watching the ghost hunters one night uh about 11 years ago and she looked at me and said you know i bet you 10 to 1 if we could form a team uh you know we could do this better than they can and that was like a proverbial swift kick in the butt for me. Um, I turned around, fired up Facebook, and I just threw it out there and said, anybody that's interested in paranormal, I'm starting a team. You know, it's we don't have a lot of equipment, but we're going to do this. It hit me up, and that was the birth of the, of the Oakmont Paranormal. Originally, we were called Oakmont Paranormal Investigations. Okay. Um, the acronym being OPI. So, you know, I'm sitting there going, yeah, um, who's going to want to call on ghost hunters called Opie? 
<laughs> you know. <laughs> so, uh, and, and incidentally, it, Opie ended up becoming the nickname of our team, uh, our team mascot. Uh, okay. He uh, Opie is actually a uh, one of the Hallmark Ghost in a Jar uh, routines, but he's been on every single investigation we've ever done. Nice. Uh, and it, it's kind of it, it's kind of funny about that, but uh, one of the main things that happened with us right after we formed the team is that I got involved with the Carnegie Light. Aha! His internet's back. He'll be back <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> um, one of the uh, episodes that Ghost Adventure, Ghost Hunters did uh, was the Carnegie Library of Homestead, you know, just down by the waterfront, and. Uh, I'm sitting there watching this show and I'm going, what in the hell? I mean, there was obvious stuff that was, that was fake. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like they were in the um, men's locker room and they heard a, a locker slam. Uh, and it, that was blatantly obvious. You could hear the bench moving as one of their people shifted it over and slammed it off of, mm-hmm. off of the lockers. Um, so I, I placed the call after I watched the episode and I, I said, look, you know, we're with the Oakmont paranormal society and we would like to come down and debunk what they caught. Um, there was only one thing that I could not, I could not debunk right off the bat, uh, that ghost ghost hunters did catch. And that was the dog on the stage with Jason. Uh, where the dog starts snapping at something on the stage, mm-hmm. you know, midair. And um, they can, they let us go down and tour it. And I said, well, you know, if you ever want to do a fundraiser or something, just hit me up. And it was just kind of a, a on a whim kind of notice. And uh, we turned around and about six or seven months later, I get a call from the, at the time, director of the library and said, we need to do a fundraiser. Would you bring some of your ghost hunters in? Mm-hmm. And we've been running fundraisers for them ever since. Uh, it's been, I think, because of, we had to miss last year because of the coronavirus mm-hmm. uh, pandemic. Um, and we're praying to, praying that we'll be able to pick it back up this year. Um, it, it's next to Hillview Manor. It's, it's probably one of the best places I've ever investigated. Um, but to date, if we were to put all the days together consecutively, we've raised them over $35,000 for their operations. That's awesome. Uh, it, it's one of my favorite jokes that, uh, I don't know why, but they like me for some reason. <laughs> um, but when it came down to debunking, um, ghost hunters, uh, on the stage, my oldest boy went with me one weekend and, uh, uh, we, it, it was about a month, month and a half before we were to do to run the fundraiser. Um, and I believe that was our first or second year. And I stood up on the stage and, with a K2 meter. I had him take the camera and I had a voice recorder running and I, I immediately got cold and I had him start taking pictures. And I, uh, with the voice recorder running, the K2 meter jumped up 10 and held it. I'm walking back and forth. Can't find out. Can't find out. Can't find anything. Uh, we lost him again. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Damn it, Jay. Come on. <laughs> uh, 
uh, anyway, and, and I went back and reviewed the recorder and, and I said something to Will. I said, it's cold right here. Well, when I told, when I said that he snapped a picture and got a green, big green orb that showed up on, on the picture. And at the exact same time, the K2 spiked back out the 10 or back up the red. Mm-hmm. And I caught a recording of a Scottish voice saying, you two there, put your stuff down. Um, and in retrospect, some years later, I was listening to audio recordings that Andrew Carnegie had made. And lo and behold, it was the exact same voice. Mm-hmm. So wow. I'm, I'm one of the few people in this day and age that have actually talked to Tom, uh, talk to Tom. Yes. Yeah. I, I talked to Tom. Uh, I've actually talked to Andrew Carnegie and he, he and I are actually on a first name basis. That's all. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. It, it, well, that's what you get when you call him, uh, call somebody a self-centered egotistical skirt wearing son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> and, um, that, that fateful night, he, uh, came through a, a uh, an novel is three and asked for me by my, by my birth name and everybody's going who's this who's this mark guy who's this mark guy i'm like well I, that's me uh you better get out into the library somebody uh, we think it's andrew carnegie's asking for you <laughs> and um long story made short i asked questions that only he would have known the answers to um and he answered them spot on and i'm going well mr carnegie what can i do for you and he, and he comes up idiot right over top of the <laughs> the, uh, the obelisk um he uh you know it, it's it, it's incredible uh, the place is just incredible i mean jay jay can agree with me uh we've just seen so much stuff that's happened at at, at the uh at the carnegie library of homestead oh yeah, uh, yeah. jay there were he, uh why don't you talk about some of your experiences there man there wasn't a whole lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> you had enough with you and your buddy down in the basement uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was interesting, really. I mean, we uh, I went down there, and uh, you know, at the library there was two sections, and one of them was just like all the equipment, and this other section was just just more like storage, I believe, wasn't it, Drake? They use that one section just like a storage room. Yeah, it's just like a storage room. And uh, what the heck was that? <laughs> Tom, you ate dinner, right? <laughs> it wasn't me. Nah. I don't know what that was either. <laughs> that wasn't at my end. No. Or was oh, that well. Moo? Jay, was that Moo? No, he's actually downstairs. I locked him outside. <laughs> locked him downstairs tonight. Huh. Yeah, he'd be up here in a minute. Uh no, I mean on that one section though, I walked in and it you know, you you got that vibe like you know. Just whatever's in here don't want you in there. And it's really, you know, letting you know that they don't want you in that area. Yeah. And uh, what was it? Was that the second night when all that started going on with me? Yeah, that was, that was the second night. You know, and, and in retrospect, we uh, we had an entity, bad encounter, not bad encounters with that entity. No, no. Uh, whoever he is, uh, if I recall correctly, he's a... Uh, a farmer from the 1700s who still believes that that was his farm. Um, but he would change uh, temperatures to read. Uh, he would, he would change the temperatures on thermometers to read 666. 
Um, he growled, he's growled at us. He's cussed at us. Um, but what he did to Jay was even, even more interesting. No, yeah. So I was sitting in there, I had the recorder going, just, just really just sat there, see if I can catch something, you know? And, uh, one of the other ones came through the doorway and all of them looked, Jay, you need, need to, you know, get out of that room. I'm, what are you talking about? You know? Well, he, he was he was redder than a beat and pissed off nine ways to hell. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even feel really angry or anything. You know, I walked out, and then my color started coming back normal. And I'm, you know, I was yeah, like, you know I'm going to do it again. So I walked back in there, and as soon as I crossed that, that doorway, it just like that started again. Yeah, and, it, and he actually did it in front of me. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that just like, I'm going wait a minute um <laughs> jay go outside and have you a couple cigarettes man and he's like i'll be fine and he walks yeah, out walk he walks out of the room and he's like what's up ghost it, I'm like, yeah who are you and what have you done with my best friend well, if there's anything i can do to help you guys with a fundraiser or something like that i don't want any credits for it but i'm more than willing to help you guys Oh yeah, of course. You know, we're always, and this is for anybody that watches your show. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, any other teams around the greater Pittsburgh area, uh, Western Pennsylvania, Eastern Ohio, uh, North, Northern West Virginia and Virginia, even Maryland. Uh, We've even had a, uh, I think we had somebody come from New York the one year. I don't remember. I don't recall, but uh, we try to rotate teams through so that uh, they can get the experience of investigating the place because uh, the board of directors of the Carnegie Library Homestead, they know it's haunted. We have plenty of evidence over the 10 years. Um, I mean, we could do it just to show a, a whole session on your show just about that place. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, but they don't let, you know, I've tried pitching a proposal to them. And they just don't want to do it. They don't want to. They don't want to bank on the paranormal part of the building. I mean, they have the, the music hall. The, the place is huge. It's got a, a thousand seat music hall. Um, the thousand seat music hall. It's got a, a full gym, uh, complete with basketball court and running track, an uh, Olympic sized swimming pool in the basement, plus the, the library mm-hmm. and a community area. Uh, you know, it, it's a lot to upkeep it. And, uh, you know, it, they've got plenty of stuff to come and help them bring money. You know, up until the 1980s, they were funded uh, by a hedge fund that uh, Andrew Carnegie set aside specifically for that library. And uh, sometime in the 1980s, the uh, <clears throat> delightful person that runs Alcoa uh, this, or was in charge of that financial board of of Alcoa said, Oh, well, you know, Andrew's dead. Uh, you guys don't need this funding anymore. And he took the funds and put it somewhere else. Hmm. And, uh, the libraries had to, had to get money on their own. Right. And so, you know, definitely we'll keep you guys in mind for this year. If we can, if we do get to do it, um, you know, and I'm praying by then, you know, all this coronavirus crap is, is lifted. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that was the big, it was disappointing last year, uh, that we couldn't do it, you know, cause it, it's, it's an incredible time. It really is. 
you know, one thing that uh, our team is not noted for is that we all bring food. And, and you, you walk into the break room that's only for paranormal. We've actually had to mark the room the one year, if I remember right, paranormal staff only. <laughs> uh, because we had people wandering into there. Oh, look, food. And starts snacking <laughs> right. food. But it's like a, a virtual smorgasbord. Uh, you know, and, and that probably won't change when we go to the Trans-Allegheny this year, uh, especially with that being our, our, our team birthday. Uh, you know, we're, we're probably going to have a ton of food there, but, uh, I don't want everybody thinking that, you know, Hey, Oakmont paranormal only is, uh, we only go to their events because of the food, you know, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> although I will, I will throw it out there. Uh, we got some pretty damn good cooks in there. Uh, we have two people on our team, uh, Carrie and Judy dancer. Uh, they make a, a wicked, wicked shortbread. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's, there's so many more questions I have to ask you. We're running on time. Um, yeah. I don't know if you see it. it says four minutes again. Hopefully it's going to end up kicking us off probably. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anything you guys want to plug, anything upcoming, whatever? Uh, Jay, what's going on at Hillview lately? You're, you're better uh, off. Than that than yeah, I they got a, uh, a, a fundraiser event coming up. Okay. I think in April, April, I believe. Yeah, April the trail for. 13th something like that i have to look at it but uh it's the uh steel city ghost hunters okay oh yeah i guess he's a, I guess one of the newest teams in that area and yeah, Derek, Derek and his crew no 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 shade shade something I oh, can't. Long, oh yeah i think i've seen it posted oh iron place. that's iron city my bad yeah he's uh that everything that they bring in is going straight to the uh roof okay oh, wow that they need yeah, that's and that's needed. That's very needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the the roof at Hillview has been been a constant pain in the butt. Um, as far as we go, uh, we've been in uh, Oakmont Paranormal has been involved with the Balsermeyer Historical Society out there in uh, Greensburg, and we've gotten enough evidence for them. Um, they're actually going to contemplate opening it up. Uh, it's a, it'll be a brand new location. Uh, two teams throughout western pennsylvania to hit um so we've been working with them on that right. um again we have uh, the uh, uh trans allegheny lunatic asylum that we're going to be doing um we've also been talking to bushy run battlefield okay um you know they uh they did a uh, a ghost walk a couple years ago they had a great turnout um and for whatever reason, they chose a different team, which that's their choice. That's their prerogative. Um, they went with another team to uh, help them with that. And they came to us afterwards and said, hey, would you guys please come in and help us? Uh, so we're in we're in discussion with them on that. Um, we're also looking at a couple different, uh, maybe some uh, trying to do some Bigfoot hunting this year. Okay. Um for those of the, those on our team that that can handle the the track <laughs> yeah. uh, is uh where where we're looking at hunting uh other than bushy run battlefield is uh kind of back in the woods a ways and not a lot of us are exactly you know in the best of shape uh, mm-hmm. myself especially but yeah and, and again i have to shout out uh with our this being our our 11th birthday um uh, 
with our very special guest, Carol Dameron, uh, coming with us. It, it's going to be good because this will be the first ghost hunt she's done in probably about seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, she moved out to Ohio and uh, it just fell out of it over the years. But uh, I fired off her, fired her off in an email and said, look, you helped us form the team. We want you there. And all I got back was a big fat OMG in that email. So uh, we're really looking forward to getting Carol back in the field. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys both for being on. I'm sure we'll talk to you guys again. Hey, guys. Wow. See you soon. <laughs> good, good to see both of you. And as I like to say to everybody, stay sure. spooky. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. All right, hey, guys. Whatever you, you guys take care of yourselves and uh, keep us updated. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll swap info in each direction, okay? For sure. Sounds good to me. All right, guys. All right, man. All right. All right, Jay. Uh, see you. Did you hear a bomb in the dark?